Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey Phenoms, welcome back, or if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. Today is episode 5, Understanding and Challenging Your Thoughts. To learn more about us and the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. Today, Josh and I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about uh, thought challenging. It's something that uh, we both talk about quite a bit, um, and we found it to be kind of helpful um, as a practice in both of our daily lives. And we just wanted to share with all of you kind of what thought challenging is and what it can look like. Yeah. So what is thought challenging? Um, thought challenging really is a, a technique of cognitive behavioral therapy that encourages individuals to look at their negative thoughts objectively in a different light. Um, I really picture this as being almost able to have like a one-on-one conversation with yourself. Um, at first probably sounds a little odd, but um, if you can really think through what you're thinking and, and be able to have that one-on-one conversation, um, it almost allows you to be like a third party and see, actually look into what, what is causing um, you to have the feelings that you're feeling or the frustration or anger or whatever it might be. Um, when you have the ability to see it, you can address it and and kind of dive deeper into what's causing it. Yeah, a little bit of real talk yeah. for a moment with yourself. Yep, definitely. Um, you know, I think as as human beings, we're very seem to be focused more on the negatives than the positives in life, and um, <clears throat> a lot of thing, a lot of times, like our mind is like this little. A mousetrap, or not a mousetrap, but like a hamster wheel where you're just spinning and spinning and spinning and there's all these thoughts and your brain's telling you things and um, really <clears throat> being cognitively aware of what's going on in your head uh, can give you the time and the tools to, to really slow things down and actually process what those thoughts are telling you. And, uh, you know, over, over time, it is a technique that, that can really help... Um, give you a few more seconds to think before you react and uh, really open up a world of opportunities. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the negativity piece and, and us as people, we are such negative beings, right? And I think even sometimes with positives, you know, what you might view as negative and what I might view as negative could be different, right? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that comes down to who we are as people, where we come from, all that, but same with positives too. And I think socially as well, we often are pitting that negative and positive against one another, Yeah, you know, and, and sometimes that's where I think that we need to look at ourselves, right. And that, that self-awareness piece and kind of throw down to what is important to us. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just, wanted to kind of highlight what self-awareness is um, 
Oxford languages define self-awareness as conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. And I think that's so important, though, because when we start talking about, you know, thought challenging and trying to look at all this stuff and we're talking about negative stuff, we have to be self-aware in yeah. order to do that. And like you said, you're having that one-on-one -on -one conversation that real talk moment with yourself, it's so important to be self-aware so that you can be honest with yourself. Yeah, I think that's key is the honesty part of it. And like we've talked about before, if you don't know yourself, how are you going to be honest with yourself? Um, you know, I think a good example of like thought challenging um, is really just a simple, simple act, right? You're driving down the street the guy in front of you cut you off and you're instantly angry, right? You're upset and frustrated. And there's a moment there where you can pause and go, why am I mad? Yeah. Am I mad that he cut me off or am I mad because I snoozed my alarm and now I'm late and now I'm in a rush and they're just getting in my way. But ultimately, if you're honest with yourself, your frustration's coming because you're behind in your day and not weren't didn't uh, commit to yourself getting up early and the person in front of you really doesn't matter if you would have left 10 minutes earlier you probably wouldn't have to worry about it exactly um and that's a small example but i think there's millions of instances in our life where we can if we can fine-tune that ability to take a second back take a step back and say why am i feeling this way um it really opens up the ability to to really control your emotions and control your reactions to stuff and uh, present, you know, the kind of person you want to be and want to be seen as and can alleviate some of those temper tantrums for, you know, the best <laughs> definition of what they are. Sure. Um, and really allow you to interact with people in a way, in a level you want to. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's so important. I mean, and it, because we start looking at stuff too, like, you know, how we think, right? And like this little temper tantrum or, you know, um, what I refer to as a lot as limiting beliefs um, is how it's commonly known um, is those negative factors that pop into our head and make us act a certain way. And it's almost like that autopilot piece too, that we, we have these initial thoughts, sometimes not even realizing we're thinking about them and then they make us act in that way, like that, right? Your example, you're driving down the road, you're running a little late, it's your fault you were running a little late, most yeah. likely, right? <laughs> and, um, you know, at least we're more in control of that than the driver that's in front of us. And even speeding up a little bit more, getting around that person, well, you might have a red light, you know, 300 yeah. yards ahead of you anyway. Yep, you know, or you get stuck behind the next person. Yep. But yeah. those those limiting beliefs are so important because there's a ton of them. Like, you know, I've noted down like procrastination, lacking motivation, fears, um, feeling like you're undeserving um, and or maybe change is too difficult. You know, things like that, that could play right into your driving analogy, right? Mm -hmm. You know, changing your lifestyle. But I think what it all comes down to is all those limiting beliefs, those negative thoughts, things like that. We have to acknowledge those. 
yeah. and and see that within ourselves before we can even start trying to thought challenge. Because if you can't recognize that within yourself, how do you even begin to thought challenge? Exactly. I mean, thought challenge itself is very, very laborsome in the fact that you have to get used to not just reacting to what's happening in your mind or just letting your mind, you know, dictate how you react, but all, but spending time and time and time again and again and again, actually processing what you're, what you're thinking to get to where it's like second nature on, you know, I've, I've been working on thought challenging probably for two years and okay. it's still, is something that you're still going to, you know, you still make mistakes. You still overreact for human beings. Yeah. Um, but having the ability to take situations where, you know, I might be getting frustrated or um, be in a mood and take a step back and just say, well, what, why am I? What's going on today that's making me feel this way? Did I eat? Yeah. Did I get the sleep I needed? Did I, did something happen that I didn't deal with? Um, it's just festering that's causing this other event to really upset me. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that's the biggest thing for people to understand is that it's not, you know, it's not where you, I'm going to start thought challenging and I'm going to start trying to learn and be better at, at progressing through this, this technique. It's baby steps, finding little things and, you know, not, not starting with the big problems in your life where you're already, you know, you're trying to analyze something that's a little touchy and can, is going to upset you, but working on little things and little situations um, as you go till you get a better base to really build on that thought challenging process. Yeah. I feel that could be really important to, um, you know, like with starting with baby steps, obviously is, it seems like a good way to approach anything anyway, but when you're talking about thought challenging, you're kind of talking about changing the way that you're thinking, right? Yeah and how maybe you rationalize stuff within your own mind and and trying to have a better avenue to cross into a territory where it's a healthier environment for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of those things could be touchy, touchy subjects, things that have been ingrained in our minds since we were tiny little children or traumatic events, um, things that are, are not going to be easy to change to say the least and they might be you know a monumental moment for us yeah, and definitely. that a could big be challenge yeah kind of mentally disturbing it sometimes too and so that's it's tough stuff so starting small and and learning how to do this in an effective healthy manner for yourself I think is definitely important and kind of like you said take those baby steps and move into a a manner and technique that's going to work best for you yeah so i agree i think uh you know a good example of of using those baby steps would be um starting on your you know your day-to-day -day interactions i think that i think when i started i tried to first of all like you said open my mind to to different people's opinions and not even just their opinions but kind of where people are coming from um, was a big step for me, I think, that helped me grow and thought challenging. But instead of when something would happen or, um, you know, somebody would do something that would irritate me, I kind of taught myself over time how to ask the question on, well, wh where's that person coming from, right? I mean, because I think a lot of times 
there's a lot of stuff lost in translation because we just hear what we hear or what we want to hear and don't really take a second to to kind of process where that person's coming from. And I think that's a huge point when you are communicating with people and, and kind of working on your own um, <clears throat> mental state and just understanding that, you know, someone can say something and it can come off totally different to you than what they meant. Um, and I think that was, a, like I said, a huge step for me is just taking that second to think, where are they at? Are they frustrated? Are they are they really trying to take a dig at me or are they just having a bad day? Because I think a lot of times, you know, people don't practice thought challenging a lot. I don't think it's a very common thing. And we just kind of say what we say and it's out there. And I think that, you know, if you, if you can understand where someone's at, it can really help lighten the load of what what you think you're getting or help you translate what, what they're actually saying to you. Yeah. Well, perception's a big thing too. You know, when you're talking about why somebody may or may not be reacting in a certain way and what have you. And, and you're right. A lot of people, I don't think practice it because we too, we live in such a rushed society and our, our human nature I think is, is to just keep moving and we have so much to do and so little time to do it. And, and thought challenging does take some time and more so it takes time to learn to do it effectively and more quickly as yeah. well so that you could kind of do it on the fly. Like if it was in a, you know, social environment like that, where you're having maybe, especially somebody you don't know or doesn't more importantly, doesn't know you, you know? Yeah. Um, because if, if you have that personality and it, like you and I, I could, I could say, well, hold on a sec, you know? And you may not know what I'm doing, but you could probably take a few stabs at it and realize, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to really, rationalize in my head yeah. what I'm about to say, whether it's because I'm thought challenging or some other processing technique. or right. something. Yeah. But, but another person that perceptions everything. And if they don't know who you are, you know, so it, it takes time to practice, but it's, it's a very helpful thing once you're able to implement it effectively into your lifestyle, you know? Yeah. And I think it alleviates some of the, cause it's not, I don't think it's something that happens instantly too. Yeah. I think there's a lot of conversations where you leave and you're kind of like, Hmm. I didn't go as I planned, but at least you can, even as you're going away, your mind's still running, your mind's still turning. You can at least process it and, and, uh, kind of digest it a little better than letting it sit and sour. If, uh, like I, you know, I think before I, I would process things in that way. I think that there's conversations I would have with people that would just fester and not, not really get digested the way they should. And that's just energy being wasted on, on really, a a um, potentially false perception of what the conversation was. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of another example in and of itself, though, is you have that that feeling right there, right, that you kind of sour thoughts or feelings about how a conversation went, when in light you could have just kind of looked at it like, well, what could we do differently or or better next time, you know, and yeah. in in a similar or same situation. Mm-hmm. and. And so it's something to kind of, you know, take and note down. If you can't do it at the time of, you know, remember it, hold on to it, and think about it later when you do have a little more time. Yeah, and it also allows with the, with the you know, um, being objective to the situations, it can allow you the opportunity if you do keep processing it and finding out, well, yeah, it was, that didn't go the way I wanted, but I don't want to leave it that way. Yeah. 
you know, it can it can leave the opening for you to go back and address it at some point instead of, um, you know, as these things just keep growing, it could cause problems longer later on in your life. Yeah, and I think too, like for me, <laughs> I know that um, I'm very self-critical of myself and um, probably a little too self-aware sometimes. Um, and and so oftentimes I'm overthinking what what is everybody else around me thinking. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me kind of thought challenge a lot, sometimes to a fault. And so that's actually one of the things that I often have to work on is is am I overthinking this? And and I think that comes back to that rationalizing piece that we're talking about because you have to look at this stuff in kind of a realistic light. And I think a lot of people always try and take thought challenging as turning a negative into a positive. And mm-hmm. personally, I don't think that that's necessarily always what you're doing because sometimes the, the, it might not be a positive, you know, not to be a Debbie Downer, right? But it's it's the the idea that you're you're trying to better the situation if you can, right? And and how can I take this negative thought and maybe more neutralize it or make it positive? And yeah. So it, it's I really having that. You know, along with your point is really that third party conversation where, you know, I, I envision it where, you know, I'm it's you're talking to yourself, but you're almost like outside yourself observing what's going on and the things that are happening in your life emotionally and mentally and yeah. Um really getting a good picture of what is my state right now and what is causing me um to have this reaction. And it might be the perfect reaction for the situation and it could be a totally different reaction that is not the right reaction because you're coming from a different place than really being at a neutral state and being able to deal with what's what's coming at you or what what your mind is telling you is happening. Yeah. And I uh I kind of wanted to point out so I had a therapist a while back and they made a really good analogy for me that kind of helped me with some thought challenging stuff um but um because I, like I was saying, I, I deal with this so much because of how self-critical I am. I, and you mentioned the hamster wheel, and I feel like that's constantly, like I've got like five of them going at all, all times, <laughs> you know, like what is, what is that person thinking? Or did they look at it this way or that way? And, you know, and you constantly want to know. But um, one of my former therapists said to view it as trains of thought. And kind of like you're, you're at a train station and you can go multiple ways, right? Um, and so where does that train want to take you? And so it's kind of almost like when you acknowledge that thought, okay, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this, or maybe it's negative or it feels some certain way that, that it's uncomfortable and it kind of starts to demand your attention. And I feel like a lot of those things with thought challenging, I I notice them now. It's kind of like it little red flag pops up and I'm like, okay. I got to I got to think about this whether that's now or come back to it later. But I'll view that train of thought and I could go down that path with that negative feeling or uncomfortable feeling or whatever it might be or what else could I choose? What what's another destination I could go down? And um may seem silly, but it really helped me kind of visualize cuz I'm such a visual person. Mm-hmm. Um kind of where I could go with that. Do I mean, do I want to go down this path, this negative path and have these negative feelings or do we want to change that? 
right? What else could this look like? And try and find a different avenue, whatever that might be. Yeah, I really like that the train analogy. Yeah, um, I think I, like I think I kind of lean the other way with not. Re- sometimes I probably don't care what people think as much as uh, maybe I should. Yeah. Um, in some situations, but uh, for me, I think it really helped me just with my ability to to kind of. Re- I'm pretty a type personality and very particular how I like things done. So I think for me it helps on that end of things where I can kind of process and and really think through is my way the best way or is there other ways to let this work or sure. um, <laughs> let this go. Um, but it also, you know, has helped with, with uh, like you said, really being able to organize your thoughts. And that's a great picture of the train and the different tracks and it really is our choice on how we want to process stuff and it's just the key of slowing that down so we have the time to actually think about it and be aware of it um, to really allow allow us the time to make the good decisions. Yeah. Well, I think another thing that that just made me think of is kind of almost like it's it's unraveling your thoughts because there's so many of them, you know, yeah. and and, you know, everybody does think in a little bit different way, but ultimately that stuff can kind of get knotted up and a mess and, and you get lost. Yeah. You got to slow it down and kind of unravel things and make it a little bit more clear picture. Don't let it get so messy and, you know, just fine tune it a little bit and, you know, breathe. <laughs> yeah. And the other side of that is there's so many different thoughts, but there's so many different opinions and yeah. and ideas that are always being thrown at you, whether it be from TV or friends or family or any, I mean, everywhere you turn, there's somebody doing something that's making you think. So, I mean, there's never a time when your mind is just quiet and calm. And Yeah. Well, it's back to that pitting the social, you know, positives against negatives. You know, you're never going to make everybody happy. It's it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's where I think you got to, like, figure out, you know, like we've talked in last episode, I think it was about our why, right? Yeah. And, and who you are as a person and... And that ties right back into that self-awareness and just trying to figure out who we are as people, who we want to be, who we want to show up to the world as, and and then thought challenging our way to that, right? Because mm-hmm. really all this stuff deals with our mentality, how we view certain things or act around certain things. And thought challenging is kind of one of the stepping stones to get there. Yeah, that's what you made me think of is like the action step yeah to uh to reaching your why and making sure you stay in line with your why because yep. it's so it's so uh easy to get distracted yeah uh, with all the different thoughts and and ideas that, that come our way in, in a single day I mean it's so easy just to get lost so being able to be have that cognitive awareness and really um, push yourself to make the decisions you need to make and and uh, not be afraid to to say no or, or deviate from the path when you need to make an adjustment. Yeah. It's, it's so important to just be kind of real with ourselves. And, and, you know, like I said before, without that self-awareness piece, we can't do that. No. And, um, yeah. We can't. And I think that when, when, when you're not being aware of what, what your mind's telling you and what's, what's going on up there is it, you really leave yourself open to a lot of frustration and um, angst even just being lost 
And if you can take that time and really fine tune the ability to, to work on those skills, it can really help you in the long run. Yeah, I agree. I know just for me personally, it's been hugely helpful. Um, you know, it, cause I, I feel like a lot of the dilemmas that I've found myself in over the years and, you know, dealing with my anxiety, PTSD, things like that, um, a lot of it's really come back to this practice of of challenging all my thoughts because it, it could be something we're doing, it could be a way that we're thinking, it could be any number of things, but stopping to sit and take the time to question, okay, why did I do that? You know, yeah. um, I, I don't think that it would be uh, probably diagnosable OCD, but to me it is <laughs> in my head, yeah. but... I have issues with placement and all this stuff throughout the house and, and, and how a certain thing is done or how it's placed or what have you. And I've had to go back through and look at all of that and say, okay, what bits and pieces of this is healthy for me, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> because some of this is just obnoxious. That doesn't need to sit in that particular place in that certain way or what have you, Right. Um, mm-hmm. and it's not really benefiting me by doing it that way. However, something else that I do, um, may benefit me. And, and so I've had to really kind of go through and pick all that stuff apart. So that's just one example of how, you know, some of my little traits that I have mm-hmm. have kind of been affected by this is I've removed so many that are not benefiting me just by simply thought challenging through all of them, you know, and some of them were necessary. Um, and so I kept them. Um, but a lot of them were not. And, and it saved me a lot of time and effort because I've been able to figure those out and just through simply thought challenging. And it's probably helped you too, just interacting with those people in your lives that when issues come up or something comes up and you're kind of getting irritated or, you know, you're just kind of, you can catch when you're overreacting and rein it back into, well, this isn't, it's not important. Yeah. Well, I can, let's just move past it. <laughs> let it be. Yeah. And move on with the day. Instead of, you know, that which probably before you had really worked on the thought challenging thing that could cause rifts in your relationships and oh, sure. fights and things that really you don't need in your life. If you can just rationalize through what, what is important and what isn't important and just yeah. makes it so much easier. I mean, my my head just jumped straight to numerous arguments over <laughs> open cabinet doors <laughs> or what have you. Yeah. And that's a perfect one to display that I got rid of that. Do I love an open cabinet door <laughs> when nobody's in the kitchen? No. But you don't mind not having the argument. No. The the reality is is I can see said cabinet door is open (laughs) and I can go close it. Right. Is it annoying to me? Sure. But it's not worth the argument or the Mm -hmm. battle. Right. I mean, it's, it's just an open cabinet door. All right. In the big scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Unless it's like dark and I, you know, somehow break my foot and it turns (laughs) into a big deal. And what are the chances of that really happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it, it's something you have to go back and like we were saying before, kind of rationalize those moments. And for me, rationale tells me I don't need to put as much thought, energy, effort into 
this little cabinet door being left open. Yeah. And you made a great point. Um, you know, being, being objective and, and really being able to, you know, have a cognitive awareness of what you're thinking, you know, you made me think of the catastrophizing side of things. If you, if we let those things grow and the negativity grow and don't rein it in and train it, really what happens is we get to this point where little things, all we think of is the horrible big storm that's coming at the end of it. And the reality is the majority of our negative thoughts never manifest into the horrible, terrible thing we think they're going to be. Now, every now and then bad things do happen, but the mind, if it's not, you know, tamed, I guess you would say, uh, is very quick to make a little thing a very big thing. And, you know, it can, it can take you, take it over, take your mind over. Yeah. I mean, uh, in less than a minute, I jumped from an open cabinet door to a broken foot. So, <laughs> yeah. and again, a good example. could it happen? Sure. But I could simply be walking down the flattest sidewalk the world has ever had, and yeah. I could still somehow end up breaking a foot. Yep. It's possible, right? It sure is. Very unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, thought challenging is just so important. And yeah, I, I can't say how beneficial it's been to me though just trying to you know better my life and and you know whether it be from a relationship or a time situation I know we've talked a lot about time in the past being a huge hindrance not only for ourselves but you know um, just in general people out there time is a huge deal Mm -hmm. and again this you know thought challenging can be helpful in that arena as well you can free up that time. Yeah. Some of that time that you spend worrying on things that uh, that you really don't have a lot of control over. And I think that, you know, people in the mental health realm and, and in the just in the world talk about controlling what you can control and yep. and letting the other things go. Well, self-awareness and, and thought challenging is a huge piece of, of really fine-tuning that skill. Yeah. Um, if you're not aware of what your mind's telling you and you're not aware of, of – uh, how to really communicate with your mind and process it, then how are you ever going to know what I can control and what I can't control? Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things that, you know, sometimes we get so lost in our thoughts and, you know, you really start hyper-focusing on, on some of those negative things and it can just take you down a dark rabbit hole. You know, and you don't really know where you're going to wind up. And I think that for me on a time side, that's where, you know, I could be sitting there. I find myself still doing it today and I'm reading a book and all of a sudden I come across a a sentence or a word or whatever. And boom, my, my thought jumps over here. And then before I know it, I'm a page and a half later and I'm like, wait, what did I just read? Exactly. And so it's like, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's back up. Okay, stop thinking about that. That's Mm -hmm. not what we're doing, unless that's more important than the book I'm reading right now. (laughs) And let's pick and choose, you know. And it's just, it's it's one of those things that we can go and get so wrapped up in so quick. Yeah, and so distracted so quick. Yeah, we're not really paying attention to it. And it's very wasteful, you know, especially if those thoughts are not ones that we need to be focused on. Yeah, and then you got to. I mean, the book example. You got to go back and read those pages again because exactly. you have no idea what you're what you're reading. Can't tell you how many times, but, <laughs> but I catch it a lot quicker now. Yeah. You know? 
So it saved me a lot of time there in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. Because I go. like to read. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, a good thing to talk about too would be some, some ways getting started in, in thought challenging and maybe some questions or ideas that we've used to, to really kind of teach ourselves as we went along. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the big things is, uh, is really looking at what's the rationality between my thought and, and what I'm feeling. Um, I've used that one a lot. I think especially process a lot of times when I'm like frustrated, I think I use that one more than anything else. I'm like, what is, what about this situation has me irritated? Is it me? Is it the thing or the person that I'm interacting with? Is it, um, my belief that's getting in the way of, of, uh, me really processing what, what's happening. I mean, I think that those are some good questions to ask or a good question to ask in the beginning as you're trying to work through this skill. Um, it's really, you know, what, what is it that's making me feel this way? And then is it a ra- rational thought or not? Yeah. And I, I think for me personally, one thing, um, probably the most simplistic way that I've been able to, um, lock it down is, is it, is this true or false? Yeah. Okay. Um, or what are the like advantages or disadvantages to it? Um, and it's t- there's a million things, and I think everybody's are going to be probably wildly different. But yeah. I know for me, that's because, like I said, I overthink a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, here's five things that that person over there that just heard me say X, Y, and Z could have thought about yeah. said comment, right? So, I mean, did they really, though? Is this, I mean, factual or is this just a <laughs> yeah. falsehood, right? Is yep. something me overthinking again? And, you know, I'll probably never know the answer to that, but that's often my answer is I don't know. So, And it's okay. Yeah, and I stop myself a lot, and I'm like, is this worth me going over there and saying, hey, could we talk real quick? I'm just curious what you thought about this. Is it worth doing that, right? Yeah. Probably not. I mean, <laughs> though I like to learn about people. So, yeah. you know, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll be like, hey, I just said this. I don't know if you heard that or whatever, but I was just curious what your thoughts are or something like that. You know, um, it helps me learn about people, but mostly kind of about myself and my own insecurities. But typically it's not worth doing that. And so simply through thought challenging that true or false, mm-hmm. you know, advantageous or not so much. Um, I can kind of reason through most of that stuff. Yeah. So I think another good one that, that I've used is, uh, you know, what's, what's possibly a disadvantage to me thinking this way and what could, uh, what way could I think about it that might help me better process it and move forward? Um, just to kind of look, you know, look inward and see what, what is it that I'm doing that could be causing me this riff? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And you know that there's there's so many different things out there that people could use, and I think that your example was really good. I like that a lot, and I may have to kind of start employing that in my own <laughs> uh, life. But 
Um, I think I actually, this is a great time, uh, to move into the afterthought. Um, cause this is kind of exactly what the afterthought today is. But, um, if you guys haven't tuned in before, uh, the afterthought is a section where we leave you with quotes, challenges, or other thoughtful moments. Um, so today, uh, we kind of just wanted to slow down and think about this thought challenging um, it, and it's good to develop some questions to ask yourself to prompt some of this objectivity that we've been talking about. Um, and some of those questions, it could look like simply just like, what might a loved one say to me if I told them about this particular thought right now? It could be a friend or family member, whoever, but but what would they actually say to you if you were to pose that thought to them right now? What advice might they give you? Um, or what evidence or experiences do I have that show that this thought may not always be accurate in all situations? And that kind of goes back to my little true or false or, you know, advantageous mm-hmm. disand, you know, or not advantageous because, um, you know, a lot of times we have those moments where it's, there's no evidence to support that thought yeah. or feeling. And sometimes it creeps up. And so those two questions might, be very helpful to a lot of you out there if thought challenging is something that you need to work on. Yeah. We also thought, you know, um, we wanted to pose, you know, try taking a hard look into your thought process. Um, and how could thought challenging maybe be beneficial to you in that process and, uh, make a list on paper or in your notes of several objectives, questions, that can help you challenge some of your common negative thoughts. All right. Well, if you guys like today's episode, uh, go ahead and subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes. And don't forget to check us out on our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. All righty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well. Stay well.